to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Greywald. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Fit Fat King Podcast. Today we have a very professional guest who was originally in the real estate business. She left that business to become a health professional by helping busy professional people to achieve their goals and maintain the good health. Please welcome Holly Smith. Hello, Holly. Welcome to the podcast. How are you going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, just a quick one. We've talked before with your fitness journey, you help people, um, business, busy people, you know, uh, tell me more about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so basically I own BizFit. I'm the founder of BizFit. So that's a fitness program, yep. a lifestyle program for busy people who basically struggle to find the time, motivation, and energy to put themselves and their health first. And uh, yes, yeah, so we've got the BizFit Club, which is really cool. And you get new content and new workouts, new meal plans, recipe books every single month. Um, and then off that as well, we do personalized exercise programs. Um, and then, yeah, I guess my main thing now is accountability, productivity, coaching. So that's, I guess my big niche at the moment yeah that's good that's great and I'm, and I'm sure like you know there are a lot of people busy people who don't get time to prep their meals you know to go look at recipes you know it's easy when you put it out there it's easy they can just look it up oh yeah i can eat this tonight easy recipe on hand yeah that's it like when people just have everything they need at their hands and they can roll out of bed every morning and know exactly what they need to do and i can just give that to them with a plan in place and that's something that's built around their lifestyle then it just makes everyone's life so much easier. Of course, hundred percent. Because that, I think the, as they say, like the seventy percent is your diet and thirty percent is your exercise. Yes. So if you're doing it, if you're doing your diet properly, you're gonna get results. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Food is everything. Um, yeah. So okay, how what what is health for you? Like, how do you see health? Like, what is it for you? Um, health means, I think you've got your physical, mental, emotional health, right? Yes. Um, and then there's obviously things that spiral from there, like your environment, your mm. um, relationships, your finances, your faith, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, in regards to physical, mental, emotional health, health to me means keeping them at a level where um, they're healthy, basically. They're, you're happy. You're um you still have room for growth. Like I say, like in all areas of your life, if you're not scaling to be a 10 out of 10 in those areas, and if they're not, yeah. you know, why aren't they, right? Exactly. Um, and being healthy means like obviously taking action. Um, but like, for example, your physical health, making sure you're eating whole foods, you're going to the gym, you know, you're actually just looking after yourself, right? In mental health, you know, talking to people, discussing and getting issues out that are maybe borrowed underneath. Um, your emotional health, making sure you're not, you know, holding resentment and all mm. that kind of jazz. So, look, there's so many ways to go around it, but I think health is basically just meaning looking after your whole well-being. Exactly. I think when you look after yourself, you feel happier, lighter, you know, you, you can mm. do more things happily instead of just, you know, cringing it. And, you know, like some people like, oh, I don't want to do this, but they reluctantly do it. 
Mm. And there's no fun That's doing exactly that. Right. You know? It's if, if you if you're happy, you do everything happily. You don't have to be yeah. convinced or you don't have to be pushed away to do things. Yeah, that's exactly right. So these these clients that you have, do they ever lack motivation or do they ever say, oh, I can't do it today? Can you can you get them to do things when they're not they're not willing to do it? <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically, oh, don't we all? Um, but yeah, well, that's why people come to me, right? It's motivation is to have someone to hold them accountable. Right. So I have clients that I meet with weekly. I have clients that I meet with monthly, like people in Whisper Club. Like it's just keeping them accountable for what they need and what they want. Right. People know they need accountability. And people, if they struggle with motivation, it's generally not because they can't, well, sometimes because they can't be bothered, but there's a deeper reason behind that. You know, motivation comes from clarity, right? You don't have clarity into why you're doing something, like what, what you want to do, like the desire behind it. That's it. Even your values, then you're not going to have any motivation. So yeah, people come to me feeling unmotivated. They do. They say they'll do things and then they don't do it. That's you know that's human. We're all human. Um, we're not all perfect, but I think you, it's really hard to continue motivation if you don't have the clarity of what you're doing and why you're doing it behind you. As as a personal trainer, what's your daily routine like? How what what time do you wake up? What do you do first thing for yourself? that sets you away for the day? Yeah. So basically, so I don't do face-to-face obviously anymore. So I'm fully online. Um, so like, for example, last week, woke up at 4.30 every morning. I, you know, first thing I ever do, I'll do like, you know, get a thing of water and just drink water while I spend two and a half hours on my most important tasks. Mm. Um, so like I wake up, um, make my bed. That's the first thing. Because if I make my bed, I can't get back in it. Um, <laughs> it. Yeah. So that's a little tip. And then I um, sit that's down. I do like, yeah, three minutes of like visualization stuff. And then I'll get straight into my most important task. And then by then I've done, I mostly do my creative stuff in the morning. Like, so for example, my copywriting by like business plans, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, just stuff when I'm most alert and most awake is in the morning, right? Once I wake up. <laughs> and then basically from seven till, oh, depends, maybe two or three, I have like sometimes back-to-back meetings, sometimes not. And I'm just literally coaching people all day. Like, because I do accountability coaching is what I do. So, um, and then, you know, other things that might be like running errands or, you know, having a meeting with my team um, who's running everything or my tech team or my BAs and all that kind of stuff. So it's just running, running a business, right? <laughs> That's it. Um, and then two o'clock, I generally like, I know from my body type, I'm best at lifting weights around 2 p.m. Oh, okay. So you do the um, afternoon weights. Yeah, so I used to do first thing in the morning. Like, it works fine. I love doing cardio first thing in the morning. So if I were to do cardio, I would do it at 6 a.m. Okay. If I were to do my weights, I'd probably do it at 2 p.m. I have more food in me. And I know from my body type, I'm an activator body type, um, I work really efficiently um, with lifting weights in the, in the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. So from three to 2 to 3, Yeah. that's usually my gym like time. I'm, and then, I'm a morning person for the, with the weights and with the training. Yeah. So if I do like 5 o'clock in the morning, that's the, that's the time yeah. I usually I usually carry – more I can lift more weights than in the afternoon yeah, for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, well, everyone's got a different body yeah. type, you know. So, yeah. And um, some people say, exactly- like, oh, please don't get me up in the morning. I'm, I'm happy to go at night. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Like, I could not. After 3 p.m., my body, like, I'm like, no, no, thank you. Like, yeah. I still have to go to the gym today. I haven't been. <laughs> yeah. been like, I, I do sometimes 6 o'clock as well in the evening yeah. when, when I'm training with someone else. So I usually do in the <laughs> afternoon with them. Otherwise, if I got to do it myself, I'll just first thing in the morning, done and dusted, that's it. 
Yeah, that's it. Like I love getting it on first thing in the morning and like that with a bit of pre-workout. <laughs> you have such an awesome day, such a productive day. <laughs> so sometimes like I need variety in my life. So I will literally just like change up my routine all the time. Like, you know, sometimes I'll do wake, I'll wake up and do my workout 16 in the morning instead of in the afternoon for a week. And then next week I'll do something different. I just need, like, I love routine, but also love variety. That's it. The other thing, just you just mentioned you wake up 4.30. Anyone, anyone in your friend circle, your family said you were crazy waking up 4.30? Uh, yeah, people, I think people have just gotten used to me being like that crazy <laughs> disciplined person. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't see anything like when I thought, like when I first started doing PT work face-to-face, I was waking up at like sometimes 3.45. That's early. So basically um, when I wake up at 4.30, like I wake up because I want to, not because I yes, have to now. Exactly. Um, which is a really nice change. But yeah, I have people who are like, oh, I can't believe you do that. That's crazy. Wow, you yeah. must be so disciplined. But I don't really see anything about it now. It's just what it is and yeah, I enjoy it. it. And I, I think it's, it's the best thing. Like oh, I was getting up 3.30 at one upon a time waking up 3 30 going four o'clock coming back 5 30 getting ready for work i've done that for a long time and then i actually love yeah. that schedule because by the time i finish work i'm home i've got all afternoon all evening all to myself i can do whatever i want yeah. i can go awesome. wherever i want you know everything mm-hmm. is done i don't have to think about oh i still gotta hit gym for one and a month you know one to two hours or whatever the time takes to do the gym you know, it, it, there are so many benefits to waking up early, doing things early, as you just mentioned. It's discipline. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it, once you, I think you build a tolerance to discipline. Like that's how I learned to do it, right? Um, and yeah, it just becomes a natural thing. You just do it. Yep. So, how many people you are training roughly for weight loss or? Um, just to, you know, getting into the shape, so they've gained yeah, weight. So, yeah, so, I mean, like, my wellness programs and my best fit, like, between both of them, I probably got, like, I don't know, maybe 30? I don't know. I'll have to look. Yep, <laughs> but yep. my accountability clients, like, um, they're, like, my, like, as pro. So, at the moment, like, it, it, you know, it ranges, it fluctuates. Maybe Exactly. 20. Yeah. With the so with the tracking results, do you do that yourself or you ask them to so what do you expect from your clients? So when they come into you, start the program, start training, exercising, do do you have app that you use to track their results or they send you screenshots? Or how how do you track it? Yeah, so we meet like once a month. Um, on okay. Zoom, 45 minutes, we rip out their schedules. We like set down everything, the strategies, the action plans, the habit creation. Um, they get a new meal plan, new exercise program. And then basically every month we update weight and um, transformation photos. So or progress photos, right? Or back. Um, they're all, I, I used my PT. Was it my PT hub? Yeah. I still use my PT hub. I love it. Like I think it's pretty good. Okay. Um, I do. I always some trainers will use trainer rise or mm. I think there's a few others, but um, yeah, that's how I try because, results. Because I heard um, like there's fitness pal, my fitness pal people use most of the time. They say like, it's easier to use it. Everyone can, you know, jump onto it. They can, you can see their clients results. Yeah, I think it depends yeah. what people want from their clients, you know, and how they're tracking their, like tracking their um, results or tracking their progress. Yeah. Accountability purposes, it's pretty good because you can see when they've completed a workout um, and, and when 
I mean, I do it differently. Everyone does it differently. But my wellness clients who we meet monthly, not weekly, every week they have to send me their MITs, the most important tasks for the week. And that's like giving them tunnel vision, you know. So, so many things you can do. Everyone trains. Online personal training is such like a large industry and you can do so many things with it. So, it, it, again, it all depends on your niche, how you want to track it, right? Exactly. So, accountability is huge, huge yep. with my niche with business people right so um that's my main priority when it comes to them how many how many people come in to you say i want to train and then after a week disappear (laughs) um yeah so like i guess yeah look i have people who are probably not so much a week but maybe a month i have people who think they're ready but they're really not you really have to be mentally ready to be able to take to transition into anything right you have to be ready to take on another challenge, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. And that's just the way it is. You know, you've got to be ready to yeah. change something about yeah. your life. And because if, if you're, you're not really ready, not, you can't do anything. That's it. If you're not ready and sometimes you never will be ready. So you just have to take this step. But that's why um, I think you have to work on one with someone to actually understand why they're not doing something or why they don't want to continue or, you know, but yeah, I do have people who drop off after the four week mark because they're like, stuff it, life gets too busy, blah, blah, blah. And they make excuses for themselves. And that's it. Yeah. And then as a personal trainer or you and me or anyone who is actually training them, um, helping them to become a better person, we can't do anything unless this person wants to change himself. Because if he can't do it, we cannot, we cannot train for him. We cannot eat for him. You know, it's not, yeah. it, it, sometimes it becomes your responsibility somehow, but as if, if someone comes to me and then they're not doing it, I feel bad sometimes that, you know, why this person is not doing it. And it just sort of give me sort of a little stress, but not always. <laughs> and yeah. I have to say to myself, you know, it's not my problem. That's his it body. Isn't. Well, that's it. Like everyone's got like their own, you know, control <laughs> over what they do and you're right they have to be willing to make a change we yes. can do something like we can only motivate them we can inspire them we can give them guidance and action steps but unless they're ready unless they're willing then it's very hard yeah and and there are people like you know they'll come to you and they'll say um you know i've seen this person all this social media or whatever platform they've seen it he's done it in this this time and then how can it's taking me so long to do this you know and there are a lot of social media effects as well on the on the people like what, what do you say about that so do you mean more like so what? It, there are of course there is a there is a good um there's a good impact on some people that there is social media like people like you oh, okay. me, you know this is because we can expand with the social media we can you know reach more people out there but there are also bad effects on the social media social media as well yeah yeah look i think there's um look social media is good and bad you know you can take it whatever you want but you've got to use social media to the right purposes like i only use social media to keep in touch with people um to run my business and to have my community like that's That's it it. otherwise literally delete instagram probably i don't really care (laughs) (laughs) yeah i couldn't um but for people who are scrolling on there for like hours and hours a day like you know that's their downtime um like some like yeah you can enjoy it or whatever but i think we've really got to like limit ourselves to how much time we're really spending on there because it is not a real reality yes you get good ideas and inspiration but 
going on there with a purpose is probably more like when I go on TikTok, I don't go, I go on TikTok to have a bit of a laugh, which I rarely do. I rarely even go on TikTok. I never laugh someone on there, but um, I always learn something new when I'm on there and I always take away something, which is mm. kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's my kind yeah. of representation. Learning, learning is a good way to improve yourself. Yes, definitely is. So if someone's um, doing um, weight loss and they started, he's, this he or she is a beginner, what's the three key changes they should make to help them get to the results um, quicker or in time? So people who are personal trainers and want to start a business, is that what you mean? Or in no, no, business? No, no. The or- people who are training. So if someone comes to you, like I want to, um, I've got, you know, 30 kilos I want to lose or 20 kilos I want to lose 30, 20 kilos. So how would you, how would you um, explain or tell someone three ma- main key changes they have to change in their life, in their schedule, in their routine to help achieve the, like, the goal they are after? Okay. Yeah. So number one, obviously whole foods, I would yep. suggest anyone, if they can just try and stick stay away from processed, um, you know, refined sugars, like all the um, packets, like just try and eat meat, veg, fruit, whole foods, potato, rice, you know, all your good stuff. Um, if you just try and stick to that, it's, you know, it's more of a lifestyle. You can still go out and eat sushi. You can still go out and have a burrito bowl. Like it's whole foods. Um, number two, if you can just walk as much as you can and try and, you know, maybe do some kind of resistance training. It's just going to help as you age, depending on how old you are now. Um, resistance bands are great. Um, dumbbells, you know, trying to eat maybe three days a week. Resistance training is quite good as a starter. Um, otherwise, walking every day is really good for your mental and physical health. Uh, and then probably obviously the third thing I would do is start thinking about your routine, like really look at your calendar, time block everything. You, I say this to everyone, if you don't know what you're doing every hour of the day, you're actually not working, you're just doing stuff, right? Um, so figure out what time you're waking up and stick to it. Figure out what time you need to go to bed to have a good sleep, stick to it, you know? 100%. When, what are you eating for breakfast every morning? Like really be disciplined with what you're doing every other day and um, create, create a routine schedule for yourself because that's how you create a habit. Yep. That's a, that's a great point. The last one, like, you know, the routine is the very basic on everything, I think. Whatever you're doing, it's not just training. I think it's anything you do. If you don't have a routine, it just it doesn't work. Hmm. Totally agree. And that's it. How, how bad is alcohol for someone's anyone's training yeah do you, so you drink you, you drink yeah i love a yeah. good cocktail for the weekend. <laughs> yeah i love it like i'm not going to say don't drink because yeah, of this yeah. fit we're all lifestyle right so one of my clients wants a glass of red wine and some steak on the weekend then go for it go for you it you know yeah. we'll put it we'll put it in the meal plan it's about lifestyle like unless you're a bodybuilder or an athlete you don't really need to be like 100 percent perfect every exactly. second of the day um, so I guess the meal plans that we create are more lifestyle based. Everything we do is for people's, you know, lifestyles. Like I'm not joking. I have clients who go out who have to, not really have to, it's part of the obligation to be able to correct, make a deal, like a sale, right? They'll go out, have a few pints and make quite a big sale. Right. And as if they're going to yeah. sit there with their soda water, no, they're you gonna, know, yeah. It just, yeah, it just doesn't work. So you've really got to be strategic because that's the kind of people I'm dealing with, right? Um, so, yeah, look, it is a toxin. I don't suggest, you know, drinking every day does affect your training. It affects 
how you feel. I believe it affects women's hormones. Um, mm. like it, it affects everything like fluid retention and inf- inflammation is probably the biggest. Um, but having one every now and then it's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. Of course. It's moderation. Moderation is, I think the key. That's it. Moderation. <laughs> What's your biggest strength in training? I mean, not for yourself, for your clients or, um, the people come to you for help. Yep. So my biggest strength. Yep. Yeah. So I guess probably scheduling and time management is okay. probably the biggest thing. The reason people come to me is they, their life is a bit of a mess. Yeah. They don't know how they're going to fit in their workouts, how, how the heck they're going to eat while they're traveling or mm-hmm. whatever it is. You know, they've yep. got four kids. Um, and the first thing I ever do with anyone is rip apart their calendar. We actually grab it out. We rip it apart. Yep. We schedule and unlock everything. Um, and we get a routine happening because like, I don't even care if they don't stick to the route, the workouts and the meal plan the first four weeks. It's about creating a habit so they can the next month stick to like eating and exercising is, will be a hundred times easier if we create the habit and implement the strategies in the first four weeks. And then we kind of implement everything else. So that's yeah. kind of scheduling and time management and getting a routine in place through your busy schedule. I guess that's probably my strength. Yeah. So where this business idea came from? Just, um, just elaborate on that, please. Yeah. So, um, I basically used to work in the real estate industry. Um, I was working like long hours, that kind of thing. And, um, I basically got so burnt out. This is a long story short. <laughs> so burnt out. Um, like I just couldn't walk for four weeks. My lower back gave way. I was under emotional stress, not sleeping. Like it was pretty bad. Burnt out. Therefore, um, you know, just couldn't do anything. So I was like, okay, well, I was always had a passion for fitness. I was like, real estate is not my thing. Mm. Started my own um, online person, sorry, in-person personal training. Um, I used to do mobile. So I go to people's house, drive to their house, knock on their door at 4.30 in the morning and train them. <laughs> and that was good. But again, there's only so many people we can train in a day. Got burnt out again. Anyway, so I built myself up again um, and learned the strategies. You can still work long hours. We go do it properly, that kind of thing. Anyway, so that's when I created my online business. So I started online training and then BizFit. Um, busy people, you know, biz fitness. Yes. Um, so I came up with the name and I love, I love working with busy people because that's who I am. That is yep. who I was. And because I guess you've been there. So, you know, the, yeah. you know, the struggle. That's it. Yeah. I've been there and I understand. And the thing is, if you learn to make it part of your lifestyle, it just makes everything so much easier. And it's the all or nothing approach doesn't have to exist. And I think we all get caught up in that. Yeah. And I guess no one is that busy that they cannot spend one hour in the day for themselves. Yeah. Well, people believe they are right. And one hour, like I know people who are working 16 hour days. So people who, uh, you know, think I have to exercise for an hour as if they're going to do that. It's way too overwhelming. <laughs> so we have the days that they're less busy or even yeah. the weekend. Some people have to work out for 30 minutes on a Saturday, Sunday, and maybe a Wednesday, you know? So again, you've got to justify it. So, um, but then there's a difference. You, that's why I get people to analyze what they're doing every hour of the day. Because if you don't know what you're doing, you go, all right, well, what are you doing here? Like, oh, I'm going to just answer a few emails. I'm like, well, you know, you could be doing this here yeah, instead. Exactly. Or like, you yeah. know, so you've got to just really evaluate your time yeah. and then create a strategy from there. Yes. Because if you see, like I've seen people working 70, 80 hours a week. And, and I guess, again, it comes to your mind as well. How do you want to spend time? when you have a free time 
instead of just coming home, sitting in front of the Netflix, you can, that one, two hours you can spend on yourself. Because at the, end, at the end of the day, it's going to give you results. Netflix is going to be always there. <laughs> it's not running yeah. away. You're paying the subscription. That's, <laughs> That's it. And it's like when Easter comes around, like everyone's like, oh my gosh, chocolate, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there's always going to be chocolate on the shelves. It's just not the shape of an egg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we all freak out a little bit and think, oh, well, and then there's, Look, there's so many different types of people and their work jobs and everything. So, you know, people do come back and are absolutely smashed and exhausted after a long yep. day. And that makes sense. But you can actually, like, when I was working 16-hour days, I was still going to the gym for a good solid 45 minutes and doing exactly. weight session. I was yep. fatigued, exhausted. But I built up a tolerance to do that, and I'm glad I did because now I have the discipline, right? Yes. And I'll still go to the gym when I'm exhausted and tired. It's not an option anymore, yep. you know? And I think that helps too. When you when you train, when you do workout, when you do anything, you have just extra energy the whole day. Especially for people like us, we train in the morning. You yeah. Know, and then you have energy all day, and you feel more energetic. Yeah, yeah. You, the dopamine hit comes in. You feel good. You're energized. You know, you're releasing all those happy endorphins, and yeah, it really sets you up. Even going for a walk or just something in the morning will set yeah. you up for really. I ask this everyone. I'll ask you as well. <laughs> sure. I think you've you've mentioned a little bit before, but just the reason why. What was the main why for you to be in this industry, to become a personal trainer, or to be a healthier person? Yeah, it's a good question. And my why is for people like you know to make an impact, right? So yeah, I love health and fitness, but I also love problem solving you know, getting people's lives together and figuring out a strategy that works yeah. with people, yeah. right, and their families and their travelling or whatever it is. Like, I love doing that. Obsessed with it. And the, if I can help make somebody else's life easier um, and make them happier, then they're able to make an impact on others, right, and it's a chain reaction. So the reason, yeah, I got into fitness was because I got fitness helped me get out of a dark place and if I can help someone else get out of a, you know, a rut or something where they feel like they're stuck in a hole, um, then, you know, I feel like it fulfills me, you know, I've then I've made an impact. Yeah. That's a very good, very good answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, the last one, I just wanted to ask you about this pandemic. So it's with this whole pandemic thing, you know, there are a lot of things happened in the last two years. Uh, people changed. Um Good way, good way, bad way. Um, let's say, what do you think is the main bad or good impact of this pandemic that happened to all of us in the last two years? Yeah, because the thing is, like, we can look at this impact pandemic and think it's just been bad, right? But good side of things, like, yeah, it's been a weird two years, right? Mm. But I think positive side of things for business, like it's everyone has, you know, done really well. Like I think about where crypto was a few years ago compared to where it is now. I think about, you know, on the online space, like it's just absolutely boomed because mm. people couldn't do in-person events, like online events. Like, you know, I've seen the Tony Robin, Dean Graziosi one. So like. You Tony Robin fans too? <laughs> yeah. That's I it. I think they're awesome. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's just amazing how we can, the thing is you can impact more people, you know, going back to my why with online, right? So it's just amazing and I, I generally love it. Like I love being in person as well and that's yeah. why I stick to my community and like I will eventually 
put on events and stuff like that um, when everything opens back up and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I think it's had for business a really positive effect because you can impact more people. Um, but I think for the general population, I think it's it's been quite difficult for people to be motivated to even work out at home or work from home and do everything from home. Um, just, yeah, that's why I really believe that you really need to separate your workspace from your eating from, and home and yep. family time in your gym space. Like if you can yep. separate those three things, it just will help you so much. Makes it easier, yeah, 100%. Because when, when everything is clustered everywhere, you know, it's just you don't know where to sit to work, you don't know where to sit to eat. You know, it becomes so comfortable that you, oh, I'll just do this one here. But when you've got different spaces, I think it, it, it matters a lot. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And, um, yeah, it's important. Yeah, because there, there are people, you know, it's in pandemic that there's so, like, I've heard a few uh, mental health issues with the people, you know. Yeah. They were stressed. They were, you know, because they were home, they couldn't get out. So, now when it's everything was over they cannot they couldn't go out they said like oh so they started therapy just to go out so how to react with the people how like did you did you think anything um any person that you know that happened to the same person like the same thing um i do know a few people and like i think the pandemic has really like people's mental health it's has not helped whatsoever um but i think the biggest thing is yeah again going back to what does health really mean to you it means looking after yourself and you've got to you know you've got to keep yourself accountable like you can't let yourself get to yeah. a point where you know you've just let everything go because we know that you got to maintain it you got to maintain it you got to maintain exercising doing that and people know what's good for them but they just find it hard to do it because they don't have the motivation and motivation comes from clarity so i think Biggest thing in today's society is talking to people, you know, getting not just so much help, but actually having a general conversation with people and friends and, you know, just speaking your mind is actually really healthy for you, people. So a lot of people don't do that. They bite the tongue and they don't get out motions that are underneath them and, you know, and that's just what causes people to, you know. Yeah, and when they them. react, they react abruptly, you know, they react pretty badly. Yeah, and that's because it. Because they haven't they been talking. Fight. Yep. It's like that's a exactly. volcano, just, you know, yep. slowly, slowly, slowly. And then, you mean poof. volcano, <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming in today, Holly. Um, I'm sure people will um, listen to this and then you'll get a few calls or maybe contacts from the... So the best way to contact is just Instagram or... Uh... Um, so I'm mostly on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, so okay, LinkedIn. perfect. Yeah, so LinkedIn, Holly Smith, um, and then yeah, I'll put your um, I'll put your link underneath the show notes. Yeah, thank you. And then yeah, Holly Smith is, uh, sorry, I, Instagram is Holly underscore Smith zero zero. Yeah. Or no biz problem. <laughs> yeah, I'll put three links <laughs> so they can contact you <laughs> <Thank> anyway. You. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you for coming, Holly. I appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.